Listen Harder. Hey everyone, I'm Tanya. And this is Brandy. And you're listening to Listen Harder. Um, it makes me laugh every time. I don't know why. I know, same. <laughs> I guess we're just excited. Yeah, it's fun to say it. Yeah. And we didn't even plan on saying it like that. We just started saying it like that. Yeah. But I like it. Same. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I, I would have to go back and listen to see the evolution of that. Yeah. I don't know when it started, how it started. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> also, I just I just drink some water and I'm choking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah woo for choking while you're doing a podcast yeah i mean we have a uh, water and a coffee yeah like there's our always normal coffee. style yeah. there's always coffee i'm trying to get tanya to drink more water yeah i don't drink a lot of water which That's i a- don't understand yeah i just i'm not like a gosh you know this is just like information listeners that you don't need to know but i'm going to tell you when I was a little girl, I used to get so mad at my mom because all she drank were like warm beverages like Ooh. all day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is wrong with you? And now I'm an adult and all <laughs> I do is drink warm beverages all day. And I, people are always like, I don't know how you do that. And honestly, I don't know either, but it's just what. <laughs> it feels comforting. I don't know. It's like yeah. a little hug for your soul or something. Yeah. And I drink too much coffee. Like definitely Same. too much coffee i i drink it it's like what it's like it's almost 4 p.m and i'm still drinking coffee yeah the other night it was like 9 30 and i made some <laughs> coffee and eric was like what are you doing i was like i don't nothing don't worry about it <laughs> yeah you're like i yeah and it, this was not decaf oh i know i yeah. can drink i can also drink coffee at 9 p.m and mm-hmm. be fine with it i mean i was up to like 4 a.m but yeah, that's because I just wanted to be not because yeah. of the coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> we yeah. do hope, though, when this podcast makes it big. Yes. And we have tons of Patreon. <laughs> yes. no, we hope to like one day, I don't know, make our own coffee. We're going to have coffee mugs. We're definitely going to have coffee mugs. We can oh, have yeah. those. Make by, our own coffee. But yeah, we want our own like like actual coffee bean thing. Yes. I don't know yeah, we what do. you call it. We're going to be great at this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. We'd love to like sell our own coffee. Yeah. Like we can listen up, harder coffee. We can come up with like some kind of like tagline, like, like something like grinding or like, Oh yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we will. But Hey, if anyone out there is like, I don't know, an investor or like already in the coffee biz, <laughs> yeah. like hit us up. Cause we want to, we want to expand yeah. <laughs> into that somehow because it just makes sense. It, it does. feels like an extension of our love because we love coffee so much. Yeah, and coffee's just so like comforting. I think that's why like I don't ever want to give it up. I just love yeah. it. Like I love it and it's always there for me. And I tried to do decaf recently and I wondered like because I'd never really had decaf before and I was like, I probably won't even know the difference. No, I know the difference. <laughs> yeah, it tastes different. It's so different. <laughs> yeah, that's like when people drink like a a diet coke and like they have there's coke and diet coke. Uh, I can't drink diet coke. If I'm gonna have a coke, it's gonna be a regular Coca Cola. Same. I <laughs> will not touch diet coke. Yeah, I can tell the I difference. Get very, yeah, same. <laughs> and I get mad. Yeah, I get mad when like. They mess it up and give it. Yeah, when you like taste it and you're expecting a Coke and Mm -hmm. it's a Diet Coke and you're like, I can 100% taste 
the aspartame in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and then it's just this weird aftertaste that Diet Coke gives you. Yeah. That just I'm I'm living this awful experience in my head. Like, I, <laughs> I am like, too. <laughs> I have the exact like it's like it almost tastes like oh god, I can't even it's, yeah. Uh, I know. It's like licorice yeah. met uh and it's like never <laughs> like Diet Coke can't get as cold as regular coke can mm. i feel like yeah i don't know if that's just in my mind but i feel no like, way okay. this is true <laughs> i feel like it still always feels old no matter like <laughs> <laughs> it's been sitting on the shelf for years doesn't it taste like that totally like, yeah it's like but like a nice coke can of coke in the fridge for a really long time when it's like ice cold like I can't wait to when the world opens up to take you to <sighs> Disneyland because I know they there's a place at Disneyland. I th- think it's actually called Coca-Cola. I'm not sure. But they have the best Coke I have ever had in my entire life. I like cannot wait. So cold and delicious. It's like the perfect carbonation. Yes. Mm, I know so exactly good. what you're talking about. And I can't it's wait. It's very rare to find that. And this place is the best place I've ever. I can't consistently, wait. Consistently. Like they have never let me down. <sighs> Not that I'm like going to Disneyland every day, but like <laughs> I've had my fair share of yeah. Disneyland experiences. So. Yeah. I love that. I'm ready for that. But like speaking of my weird palate, um, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of makes me so recently we were we were all in this uh group thread and um because we're we're trying to put on a sketch show Mm -hmm. online like we tried to film it all like with distance and stuff just to put something out there that was a little maybe distraction or uplifting from the you know chaos of 2020 Mm -hmm. and everything and anyways so during this time we were meeting up to film and one of the people was like or I guess I could say his name. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So uh, he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna stop by In and Out and bring everyone some sandwiches. Uh, what uh, what does everyone want?" <laughs> and I just responded like, "I don't want anything. Thanks, though." And um, and then you know whatever it goes on, like time. So then he posts on back in there a list of what everyone had ordered or was gonna order, and he was on his way down there, and. My whole reasoning for saying no thank you was because I'm a very picky eater mm-hmm. and uh, I knew that like if I got a burger, I didn't want, I just wanted cheese, meat in the bun. I didn't want anything else on it. And I just know from the past that it's way difficult to, you know, it's just so much easier to be like, I'll take 10 cheeseburgers and 10 fries, especially when you're going through a drive-thru, which I'm assuming that's what he did. Yeah. Maybe he went inside, not sure. But it's just difficult to accommodate picky eaters. I know this, so I was just trying to avoid that. So then when he posted the list of what everyone was getting, almost everyone on that list got, like, a unique thing. They're like, oh, only lettuce. And, like, every single person had a weird, not weird, but, like, a thing to their thing. So it wasn't just... 10 burgers and then that's it so once I knew that I was like oh cool so then I I was like it's okay to be me and I um put my order in on the list I was like can you add this to it and one of the girls in the chat was like oh I thought you had said no that you didn't want anything because you were being a burger snob (laughs) and it got me thinking I was like that's so crazy the assumptions that we make yeah about people yeah. Based off of not 
like whatever knowledge that we know or experience in our own lives, how we kind of project that on to people. Yeah. And I do this all the time because I'm constantly analyzing everyone's response and words and to a ridiculous amount. (laughs) And I think it might just be because I'm an introvert or maybe I don't have as much social skills or something that I'm trying to like figure out what did they really mean why would they say it like that <laughs> when, uh, wh- when did they say it? like it's just <laughs> I'm always like why did they say it like that they would have said it like this or yeah what's going on and I try to fill in all these things that I know about this person and I you know we make assumptions yeah but these assumptions aren't always correct like in this she thought I was being a snob but really I was just trying to be helpful and yeah. not be a pain in the butt mm-hmm. wait like couldn't be more opposite of what that was exactly (laughs) there's been a slight change in tone sorry no there's like something moving in the front lawn and i don't know if it's a human or a dog oh it's really i'm gonna have to go look yeah can you hold this yes (laughs) so viewers out there this is uh we're not we're trying not to assume what's out there um brandy is looking and I have nothing to report yet. Oh, he's in your lawn. There's <laughs> What's happening? Should we say something? There's okay, you guys. There's a man outside right now or a woman hammering. Wait, okay, I'm going to switch with Brandy. She's going to pause. We'll be right back. Uh, I don't know how much we're going to cut out of what just happened. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if we should cut it out. Um, yeah. We, so, yeah, we don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But well, I guess we'll just talk about yeah, it real quick. Yeah, let's just talk about it because obviously the universe is demanding that this is what we speak about. Yeah. So basically, we're recording at, in my living room. And my blinds are partially open. And then I have this like curtain thing to help with our sound (laughs) that I have hanging. So it's like a, I just saw this blurry image of something moving around in my front lawn. And I thought it was a dog. But then I just kept looking. I was like, it is not moving. Like it's moving around, but not not leaving. Yeah. So then I look out the window and there's uh, just this lady. Yeah. With a, a hoe? Is that what that is? Like a um, handheld hoe? Yeah, I think so. What do you call those? <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. It's like, I think one side is a hoe, hoe. and the other side is something else. Like a, the spiky it's thing? It's definitely a garden tool. It's a garden tool. and At first I thought it was a hammer. Uh, yeah. But then I realized it wasn't. And then uh, she's like, at first, she was just hacking into the lawn. and um, But then I realized she's just taking out weeds. <laughs> At first, I was like, is she trying to take the sprinklers? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> it looks like she's taking out the the weeds. Yeah. Um, removing the weeds from uh, your yard. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know who this woman <laughs> is. And <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. And I made the uh, decision not to say anything. <laughs> so I think she's still out there. I don't know why she's collecting these. I don't know if it's to be helpful or 
if she's just going to pile them all on my front doorstep and be like, look what you're doing to the neighborhood. I don't know. Like, <laughs> or if she just wants to plant them for herself or yeah. she needs them for a ritual. I don't like it's. I'm literally, this is what I'm talking about. I'm trying to make all these assumptions and I, I could just go up to her and ask her, but I also just don't want to deal with whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't prepared for this right now in this moment maybe she's just trying to do something nice that's what i think like but again we're assuming but uh i guess that's all we can do in this moment <laughs> right which, which kind of brings me to i guess the next part about this is like um god i've i've recently um Sometimes I'll assume the worst. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I will like assume it's me. Like I'll mm -hmm. I'll I'll assume I did something. Like let's say someone isn't talking to me as much right now. Yeah. And then I will go, What did I do? What did I do to hurt this person or do something to cause them not to talk to me? And like I'll kind of go down this thing making a bunch of assumptions. Or I'll assume that they don't like me anymore, what I, like to assume the worst, right? Yeah. And so I've decided recently that I want to start assuming the best because why not? Like the best is probably more likely or at least as much likely as the worst yeah. situation. So unless I had strong evidence to one side or the other, like if I had just yelled at this person, then maybe that's probably why they're not talking to me, right? Yeah. But if there wasn't any of that, then it's kind of foolish to just assume the worst. So I think I just decided I like to just assume the best. Yeah. And then if the worst happens, you know, deal with that when it happens. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's hard to do. Oh, it, it very much is. Like I recently, I had someone that um, like hadn't responded to my texts and honestly, I don't really mind that as much because I'm very bad about responding to texts yeah. and it has nothing to do with the person. It just is just me being that's Busy. not my strong suit. That and I just, yeah, I just am bad at it. I am too. Cause like sometimes I will read something and I'll be like, I can't, I'm not going to respond right now. I'm going to come back to it. And then I just completely forget. Yeah. Like I got haunted the other day because I was like, Oh my God, I faintly remembered someone asking me for their, headshots that I did of them and then I was like at like literally the <laughs> beginning of the pandemic last year so like March and I don't know if I ever responded to them but I also don't know if they ever asked me and I haven't <laughs> gone and checked but I was like oh I don't think I ever responded to them yeah but um so like this person didn't it wasn't texting and I just kind of I was like I'm assuming the best you know so I was like hey just want to check in see if you're okay what's going on still didn't receive anything you know, part of me was like, wow, what did I do? You know, yeah. started to go through this. And then they responded uh, maybe like at some point after. And they were like, hey, sorry, I've been really depressed recently. Sorry for not being able, you know, keeping in contact. So like I was right to it. I mean, that's not the best, but like not assume that it was me personally. Yeah, not assume they were angry or that you did something wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you were more assuming they just needed their space for whatever reason they needed yeah. it. And then it was true. Or I guess just to try not to make an assumption. Yeah. Really one way or the other, you know. That's the se. ultimate. Yeah. That's the ultimate desire, I think. Is yeah. To not assume at all. But 
um that's very difficult yeah like I don't know how I don't I guess I don't know how to stop that as much as like I guess it's more like not attaching yourself to those thoughts when they come up maybe because I feel like um I don't know I feel like it's natural to kind of like your brain wants to like make sense of things like that's just its job that's what it does (laughs) so like it's gonna do that like it's like you know it's gonna be like oh uh this isn't part of the pattern that I normally recognize pattern pattern normally happens I text this person text I text this person text (laughs) now I text this person doesn't text pattern disrupted alert alert yeah but that's literally what it does it's like it's like it's messing up the pattern of like what you normally would would see in this particular situation because not all assumptions come from patterns or whatever but in this one it is so then your brain wants to just like figure out why you know it's just like oh and then of course it's like you're seeing things from your perspective so it's gonna want to like be like maybe I did something wrong maybe this person is mad also because maybe that's what your biggest fear is so it's like you know it needs to explore that to and then try to like find reasons why either it is true or it isn't true and then and then it can calm down <laughs> yeah know? but um I guess like I guess the I guess the thing that you could maybe hope to do is like have those thoughts come up and then immediately recognize them for what they are as as like phonetic thoughts that are just occurring because your your brain is trying to make sense of things and being like I don't know what it is and I'm okay with not knowing what it is. Yeah. And just being okay with that. Or even just acknowledging this is an assumption that's yeah. most likely wrong. Or understanding that the limited inputs to your assumption. Yeah. So, because so many people I see too, like maybe someone's having relationship problems with their together. Yeah. And so many people have an opinion on it. And I'm like, but you don't know the inputs like you're not there you don't know what was said you don't know what was felt you don't know everything that happened Mm -hmm. we there's so much we don't know so like you also don't know their level of intimacy or like their communication like there's just so many factors that it's really hard to make assumptions within that about you know, I don't like whatever it is, like maybe someone did something wrong or they shouldn't be this or they should be together. How, you know, whatever thing you want to put on. And it's fine. I feel like to have like ideas about things or assumptions, but just know how fallible it is. Yeah. Like just understand how much, uh, like how many inputs you don't know. Yes. With it. Agreed. Because you're also only seeing through your own lens, too. Like, your own lens is so limited. Um, it's like, you know, you, you can only base things off of things that you've seen or that you know or, like, previous patterns. Yeah. You know? Your own experience yeah. with things, which isn't... And, like, sometimes it's something completely that you couldn't have even, like, thought of. Yeah. Yeah. Or conceived of. Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't... Oh, And also, too, it's like... it's human nature to want to make things like kind of also like because I do the same thing it's like I go into like oh no what did I do like this person like they're 
Like if you're in a relationship, you're like, they're falling out of love. Like this is <laughs> happening. Like it's like you go, like you immediately go to like the worst case scenario. And it's like, why? Like, why am I doing this to myself? Because it also leads me to another thing I had the thought the other day. And it's like some qu- quote that I saw or heard, read, but it's not, I'm we'll going to figure out what the quote yeah, is. I'm going to butcher it, notes. but it's basically that like, you know, um, you basically break your own heart. Like, constantly just by your thoughts that you have because you put yourself through a situation like 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 let's say this friend like didn't text back so then you start visualizing um all these scenarios where this person's mad at you and then you're not friends anymore and like before you know it you're completely immersed in these thoughts and your heart is breaking because you're believing that it's true and you break your heart like a million times and you didn't even need to do that because none of it, yeah, none, none of, of it, it happened. It, I can't. It and along with that, sometimes your own behavior changes. Because yeah. I know there are times where I'm. I, there was this one person. I was like, I annoy her. I know I do. I just know who I am annoys her, <laughs> and like no evidence. Yeah, huge assumption. She's never said anything like that. It was just things I like was you know, hyper-focused on her response to things with me. And so I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be in her face. (laughs) And so I started kind of like withdrawing from her and not really being around her as much or like talking to her as much. And like we were all in a group of friends. So I just was like, I knew I had to be around her, but I was going to not, you know, force myself on her. Yeah, you were like, I'm just not going to speak to her as much like only when spoken to yeah (laughs) like I had this whole thing yeah planned out and like I still have never really checked like with her if that was a true thing and like since our relationship has evolved yeah like I don't feel that way anymore yeah but like there's a whole time where I I mean and the amount of thought and effort that I put to this assumption that I still don't know if it was true or not (laughs) <laughs> like is insane and then I actually acted out on it where yeah. I was like and changed I changed your my own behavior, behavior. <laughs> yeah man it's <laughs> wild I do it all the time uh, me too yeah 100% or like and and you can assume things all not also not about people but like just about like situations like you can assume like you can assume like oh I shouldn't go there on this day because it's a weekend so it'll probably be busier but like maybe other people are also all assuming that thing so like <laughs> if you would have went on that day you would have got right in and right out uh had you not assumed something yeah. like the opposite you know situation like and it makes sense to take the information you know and do what you can with it and sometimes you do need to make an action because you you don't have all the information. Yeah. Um, and you an action might be required. Yeah. But a lot of times that's not the case at all. Yeah. And so like we have to leave room for our assumptions to be wrong. Yeah. And you know, like in the case that you said, maybe you just try it. Like confirm whether you were right about that or not and then get there and be like I knew it you know (laughs) I was right or you could be like oh crap I just discovered something and then you post about it and then then everyone goes on that day and it becomes fits your original assumption that it's too busy (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's so many there's so many uh there's so many factors like in assumptions and things like that but they can be really like I mean, they're not always bad, but they can be really harmful. Yeah. 
Well, you mean like making the assumption? Yeah, like assumptions yeah. can be very harmful, like to relationships. A lot of people, yeah, just assume maybe their partner's cheating yep. or something. And like then nothing can change their mind. Yep. Even like actual evidence that changes that assumption. Yeah. Or like you can assume like someone feels a certain way about you and just be like, you know, um, that's like that's all that you are willing to see like about that person you're like I know that you think this about me and like yeah and and like the person can be like that's not true and like your assumption is so strong and so powerful that that's you're believing it for truth you know yeah it became your reality yeah and that's where it gets kind of like dangerous and you can also assume things about yourself yeah too that like kind of like keep you in some kind of weird prison you know like you can assume i'm not a morning person yeah right you could just be like i'm not a morning person and i know like you know that i i do that all the time yeah. and i'm like brandy maybe you are and i'm like no yeah <laughs> but like <laughs> but like that's like i guess i don't know if it's like fully an, just an assumption like it might be like more or less i'm not sure but like but still if you're if you are assuming that you can't wake up in yeah. the morning at a certain time like you're gonna probably prove yourself right because you're not like you know you're not like allowing room for that to be also something that could be first of all changed or even just not true like maybe it's just maybe there's just one thing that needs to change and the opposite could be true yeah and actually this really kind of makes me think about um where your assumptions can be wrong is like I know uh when I when I travel abroad I started to change my assumptions uh after being burned and scammed quite a bit that um I kind of decided that if I wanted to be safe or and I had to kind of almost assume that everyone was out to hurt me or harm me or scam me yeah and like it and that really protected you yeah, but it also really sucked because yeah. sometimes you just want to trust people and you want like in those and I probably shut the door on potential like really cool experiences mm -hmm. because I was like this person like um, is just trying to scam me, you know. Yeah. And so maybe I didn't get to like, you know, kind of learn more about this culture, make meet this person or have this experience with this person because I was just nervous that. I was being scammed. Yeah. Because it happened so many times to me. And most people, like, when you travel abroad, like, and it's obvious that you're uh, a tourist or you, you're not from there. Yeah. Um, you could be an expat or something. But if it's, it's obvious, maybe that you don't live there. Right. Uh, or from there, I'll say. Because right. expats live there. But a lot of times people will just approach you. Mm -hmm. And if it's like the more English they know, it's almost a little bit more like you're almost a little bit more cautious because they learn the English and your brain to scam you. Right. <laughs> like and who I know, I never approach people here yeah. um, or most places, but I guess I would if maybe they looked like they needed help. Right. But. You know, so many times, like, someone will come up to you, oh, do you need help? Like, let me find, like, let me tell you where to go. Or I have this art gallery, like, whatever. I can give you this ride. And it's just, it's all, like, alarming. And I hate that I have to assume the worst. Yep. 
I know. But on the same time, I have trusted a lot. And I have assumed the best. And it's worked out. It could have been really, really bad for me in a lot of, like, I I can't even say, like, how bad some of the situations could have been if that person wasn't trustworthy and a good person. I was like, I had been in places, like, by myself as a woman in dangerous situations, could have been dangerous situations where it was just me and, like, people I didn't know, but ended up working out great and I had great experiences, but it could have easily, easily been the opposite same yeah I feel I feel very like similar in a lot of my life situations too and I mean I think there's been times like I've assumed the best and like not great things have happened or I assumed the worst and was surprised so it's like all those things are true which makes it even harder moving forward because then you're like what do I trust because there's so many times where I've assumed one way and the opposite was true. Yeah. There's times I assumed one way and I was correct. So like, it's like, you know, if you're collecting data, it's like, (laughs) well, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's not clear one way or the other. I don't know what to do. You know, I did. Um, God, where did I hear this from? Oh, I'm sorry. Whoever I'm not referencing. Well, (laughs) And also not quoting well, but I, I forgot what is he was mentioning, but he was saying like, you're not doing life right if you haven't been scammed. Yeah. Because that means you're never trusting. Yeah. Because if you've never been scammed or screwed over by someone, then you haven't risked it all. Oh, that's beautiful. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, it. I, I loved it because it made it okay how many times I was scammed, you yeah. know? And I was like, you know what? In the end, like, I would rather give people the benefit of the doubt and trust and let these things happen if it means some amount of scamming. Mm-hmm. Um, As long as I don't like... Like, not the worst of the things. Like, I don't want to get really bad things happening. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think that just as humans, like, I would rather have some scamming happen. Because yeah. then I know I'm I'm giving more benefit of the doubt than not. Yeah. I never thought of it in that context. But that really is beautiful. And, like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's like, one of those things, too, where it's, like, um, if you think about, like, just in a relationship context let's use that like where you enter a new relationship but maybe you had been burned in the past relationship it's really hard like it's it's really hard to you have to let you have to leave that where it is and enter the new the new space without any assumptions and it's really hard to do that because like a lot of times you know sometimes similar might something similar might happen and you might be like I I knew it like I knew not to, to trust again or like to, to, yeah. you know but it's like that's not true like it's <laughs> like it's so difficult you know yeah it's not the same even yeah. though like yes there's lessons to learn from the last yeah. one but you know treating some like giving treating someone as if they made the same uh steps as another person isn't the way to go about it and also too letting um letting the past like the people who have scammed like so like the people who have scammed you if you like if you move forward in life differently after that which 
you should to a certain degree, but also like if it if you move in the complete opposite direction, then like it's kind of allowing them to have changed you. And it's that's such a difficult situation because it's like, okay, you you move through life and things happen to you and you learn lessons from them. And it's like, you know, like if I it's what's that quote? Like if if I make this if you make the same mistake sh- once shame on you yeah <laughs> it's twice shame on me or something i don't know yeah what it is. we'll figure you it know. out put in the quotes <laughs> the episode notes. you know what i'm talking about yeah but like you know like uh people people look at people who are trusting as like naive and like you get a lot of like bad uh bad rap bad about rap it. About yeah it, you know what i mean and shame for it judge for it yes and also like and you do it to yourself yeah and you also get judgment for being like not trusting at all like there's there's different judgments that come with each like school of life so it's such like it's such an art form (laughs) to learn how to weave through these things and like not let it change you yeah completely but also prevent yourself from getting used all the time yes it's like (laughs) because there are times when caution matters yes yeah so it's like it's uh it's like learning to know those types of things and like so, like, when do you assume? When do you not assume? It's so rough, right? Because, like, how do you know? Yeah. I know, like, one of the things I struggle with is um, having since, like, having, like, taken over basically all of the fixing of uh, the house I live in right now. Um, and by taking over the fixing, I mean, I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I I will have to, like, call someone and... I have such a bad like stigma because I know I'm being bullshit. Oh, sorry. You're allowed uh, to say that. Yeah. I'm being bullshit a lot of times. I'm being scammed. I'm being charged more for things. I'm being told that things are like need to be repaired that don't need to be re- repaired. Same thing with like car stuff. And um, it really, really bothers me because like I try to research it online so I know more information, but they're the expert they know more than me and they're just taking advantage of me when I don't have like, I don't have all the money to fix these things. And it bothers me to no end because like, I, I understand why that happens a lot. Yeah. I understand it, but I wish people would be better. I wish just people would do the like best thing for people and try to minimize their cost and stuff and not do things that, you know, they know will break in a week, you know, so they have to come back or, yeah. you know, do unnecessary things. Um, and it like, it makes me mad at them and very untrustful and I make assumptions and I don't want to, but I've actually thought of starting a business that like actually creates like a community of people that are like more trusted with that. Um, And, like, it would be, like, a community where you could trade services or you just, like, you know this person's in it and they'll be good and helpful. Like, because I think when you start humanizing people by knowing each other and being part of a community, you don't do that to people as much. Um, But I also, like, just don't want to take the time to do that. So I'm putting (laughs) it out here. (laughs) If anyone wants to start this community. I just think there could be like online communities like that because we're losing that in the big cities. Yeah. So you do just have to rely on like strangers to do that. And with that, the accountability isn't always there. Um, And I know we have reviews and stuff, but it's still like, 
it happens all the time because people don't know. Yeah. Well, one thing I will say, this is this <laughs> is like a, a thing that um, I've done before and I learned this from my dad and I don't know if it's because he's like from another country, um, but and like it's kind of bartering, but kind of not. But um, sometimes if you call places like that and you uh, you call more than one place and you just call till you find like a place that resonates with you. But if you do like just like have a conversation with them and say like like when they tell you how much it is, if you say like, hey, like um, I know that like this is how much it costs but like I don't have that amount of money and I really need to have it fixed and I've called a lot of places and like there's varying degrees of prices. I really want to get it fixed through you. Is there any way you can do it for this price and like how much you're willing to pay? And either they'll say yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, if they say no, then you like keep trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. I learned that from my dad and he like, it works a lot for him because he just kind of like, like puts, different feelers out there or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> which is interesting <laughs> and I, maybe it is like a bar like kind of a bartering system yeah yeah but some people are like, heck no like this is the price and then you're like yeah. all right well it's I hear that it's definitely difficult when like to you're not even really sure what the problem is so you have to also trust that they're telling you that yeah. the problem is correct yes. you know that's true too or like i've had people like that i've paid to fix it and then they didn't fix it yeah. well or correctly i've also had that happen yeah. that's horrible yeah so and then that was like double the cost yeah. or worse because yeah yeah cuz now you're out that money and you still have the problem yeah Mm-hmm. Or sometimes a worse problem. Exactly. Which yeah. would happen to me in that situation. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's being a very, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I guess I would say like, if I had to define myself, I am a little too trusting. Yeah. And I've been very, like, if you had to give me two adjectives when I was in high school, it'd be trusting and naive. <laughs> and <laughs> I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. Quote unquote. I'm not going to say better because I've become a little less trusting and uh-huh. a little less naive. Yeah. Not enough to protect me, but enough to like be a little bit more aware. Yeah. But at the same time, I really liked when I was more trusting of everything. Yeah. I mean, the first time I went to New York, I was, 16 and i thought it was fine to just walk down an alleyway by myself and my the people i was with was like no you're not going by yourself there and i was like i'll be fine like (laughs) i just like super believed that nothing could hurt me (laughs) yeah but fortunately for them you know they were uh they swooped in otherwise i would have walked to some places by myself on the streets that maybe in areas that i shouldn't have been yeah i'm see i um, I'm very, I'm very trusting to a certain degree, but not like, not walk down an alley by myself trusting. Yeah, no, that was just dumb. <laughs> nor, <laughs> nor have I ever, but see, but I, but I envy that. Like, <laughs> I, there's like so many, like, I, I'm also not travel alone trusting. Whereas you have, you, you trust yourself, yourself enough to to travel alone you've done that and like that's a thing that I have not done that I would like to do and I've I feel um yeah like I feel like there's gifts that come from like from being like that so like I understand like 
and I and I don't think you're naive. I would never. Maybe you were before I knew you, or whatever. Maybe there was yeah. mo- a more <laughs> a naivety to you, or whatever. Which, but yeah, I get I get what you mean by like missing that because there's a free there's freedom in that. It's really nice to just look at everyone as kind and yeah, wonderful and looking out for your best interests yeah. in a way. You know, there's freedom in that. Yeah, and it's a beautiful way to exist. Yeah, and I know it's not always the case, and like. Also, that makes me mad at people that like, (laughs) it's like, why are you stealing that from people? That's not fair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's not fair to do that to other people, (laughs) you know, because everyone deserves to go through life living that way. Like, I really believe that it's not fair to be afraid of things. And like, you know, when you have kids now as like a parent, like you're as a parent, you have all these like worries for your children in the world. And like, that's why like. That man, that's one of the reasons that I'm just not a parent because, like, how how can I have, <laughs> how could I do that? Like, how could I not put fears? Like, it's so hard. Like, I, yeah. I like props to the parents like who are able to like, you know, let their children leave the nest and explore and not like put your fears on them because man, that's difficult. Yeah. And my mom was able to do that for me. That's magic. Yeah. I tell her that and she doesn't understand what I'm talking oh about. But I was like, yeah, I mean, you did just let me ride off into the desert by myself on a motorcycle um, <laughs> for hours. And then one time, like it got all the time, it got broken down because they never really knew how to ride it. Um, and so like I would be stuck in the desert somewhere and no one would come for me. <laughs> like, I had to like push the thing back and yeah. like walk home and then go back and find the bike behind a tree where I hit it. But like so many things could have happened. Like I could have crashed. Yeah. And like <laughs> I'm not saying she was negligent. Like that wasn't no. it. Like she was just like, I knew you're gonna be okay. And like she, she would trusted you. Yeah. Yeah. And she would like. Sh- I play outside out front by myself all the time and I always thought she just wasn't really paying attention but she said she was always watching me through yeah. the window and stuff um but I was like no way man I I broke your rules you said don't go past this light thing and <laughs> I did and I think she knew the whole time yeah <laughs> like, of course she did yeah, yeah. <laughs> parents know because they were kids yeah <laughs> Of course you know. <laughs> but that's what that's a beautiful art form of uh, parenting is. It's like one it's one of the art forms that like I'm just like I am too afraid to try. But like it's beautiful and if you can do, if you can offer that to your child it's yeah. so cool. Like what a cool what a cool thing to give another human um is like that trust, you know, to like be free and like have that kind of freedom because that's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult to do in any relationship you're in. Like, yeah. You know, it's like it's hard to have like that trust because like I think with trust comes like if you're really going to trust someone, you have to trust also that the opposite of yeah. what you your fear might come. Yeah, true your too. fear might come true as well. And you have to be OK with that, because if you're if you're if you're leading with trust, those things can still happen. But when you're leading with fear, it's almost like you're guaranteeing you're the guaranteeing. fear to come. Yeah. yeah. Like it's And it's also not going to be like, it's not going to be like a, a freeing feeling. It's, it's, it's restrictive and like just difficult and you don't enjoy it. Like if you, if you go through like your travels where you're just like afraid of everything, 
then you're not going to have a nice trip. Like it's exactly. not, it's yeah. not, you're not going to have fun. <laughs> you're going to be like, that was horrible. It felt like I was going through war or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not going to feel good. Yeah. Like that definitely made me think of like a lot of times, maybe someone in a relationship is carrying over past trauma from, you know, cheating or something like that. And so then in their next relationship, they're like, cool, like whether they realize it or not, they're going to combat it by like maybe saying like, you're not allowed to talk to anyone. Yeah. And that is restrictive. Yeah. It's not trust. No. And it's not going to get you the solution you want. Like no. telling someone they can't talk to anyone, like, yeah, they might try to honor you and, and not talk to anyone, but sooner or later that's going to crack. Yeah. Not that they're going to do the thing necessarily that you're afraid of. But, but they might. They might. And it's going to have an effect in your relationship. Yeah. Because it's, it's just not going to work. No. I don't think. No. I haven't seen it. It just doesn't. It it might work, but it also might not. It's just not going to. It's not going to feel as good. Like, it's not going to. You're not going to get that that feeling of freedom that, like, that love should bring. You know? Yeah, and to me, I don't know. I feel like, like, it sucks. You may not want the thing that you fear to happen, but, like, I'd rather if like in my mind it's going to happen regardless of how much I try to prevent it to a certain degree. Yeah. Like, or it just means that I'm delaying the information that tells me that maybe me and this person shouldn't be together anymore longer. And I would have found out earlier. Yeah. In some way. Yeah. I agree. And also like to circle back to you, like kind of dealing with all of this, is um something and I don't I don't want to act like that I am someone who knows what I'm doing here or that yeah. I've done it because like I am still working on this disclaimer <laughs> Tanya and I are one we're not authorities on anything no two we don't think we're authorities on anything nope three we really don't know anything yes four uh we have done everything that we say we that we suggest not do exactly (laughs) (laughs) to a certain degree like to a certain degree but like we are and we're still working on all of the things that we talk about yes so yes for me in my life this is something I am working on and maybe it will be helpful to you Brandy and also to you listeners (laughs) with when it comes to like assuming and different things like that and like just like relationships in general and trust and all of that for me what I've been working on is trusting myself because really like I do I I I trust that I one thing I trust is that everything is going to work out as it should and I know everyone hates that saying like everything I happens even hate that everything saying. happens for a I reason I such struggles yeah. with that saying and let's it, have a podcast episode about yeah. that one day <laughs> um so <laughs> I'm not going to yeah I'm not going to say that but like I do believe everything everything happens as it as it should like there's there's uh there's nuggets of gold um where if you are uh patient enough to find them in every experience right some are more apparent than others some you got to dig 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 for but you can always find it. But what I am working on is like not so much like trying to fully trust the world or fully trust that nothing bad is ever going to happen or fully trust like all of these things, but to trust myself, like to trust myself enough to know that like 
if something comes up, I'm going to be able to figure it out. Or if something bad happens to me, I'm going to be able to make it through it. Um, I've had enough evidence of it so far in my life that suggests that, hey, I can make it through some things. Right. Um, I can also figure stuff out. Like, um, I'm also not afraid to ask for help. There's like there's a lot of uh there's a lot of things that I'm learning to put my trust in so that I it's it, it helps me to navigate these situations more. So a lot of times when I'm like if I am assuming the worst or whatever, I try to shift it over back to me and like what I can do, you know, because like essentially the only thing we can control is ourselves. And like that's why I think that's the greatest gift from a parent. Like if they can trust you and trust that like you'll be okay because it's that is a gift that you're giving your child because you're giving that child the ability to trust themselves, you know? Yeah. Cuz yeah, your kid's going to fall and scrape their knees or break their arm or like do whatever. Yeah. But like at least they're learning and like they're they're like learning um the skills to like to learn how to navigate like when bad things do happen because you can't you can't protect yourself or anyone else yeah. from bad things occurring. Yeah. I think too like it it helps to um think about if you can handle the things that might come from it. Yes. Like before you kind of enter into the thing a little bit and you can handle a lot more than you realize and more than you ask. Like there's been things, there's things that happen in life you have no control over that put you in situations that are very difficult. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the beautiful things about hearing about stories like that from people. It's just the strength and human perseverance that can come mm-hmm. from all kinds of really devastating things. Yeah. Um, so you can handle it, but like definitely think about things when you do it. Like I know I've, I've entered into things that I don't know if I would have been the best at handling the outcome. Um, like for instance, uh, I flew on a plane that I knew was very prone to crashing. (laughs) Like it was not on the FAA approved list. I think it's FAA. Um, like whatever the airline federal thing yeah and like if you google this airline all that shows up is like crash crash like all the crashes and the poor safety record and um but it was the only way i could get to this certain island (laughs) and so i was like okay if i want to go to this island i've got to ride on this plane there's no other way you have to take and i was like there's a chance that i will be unlucky Mm. and now like it wasn't going down all the time but you don't want to have any crash record on any airline. You know, you don't want all those things. So it definitely was a possibility. And uh, the whole time I was like, I was in just my whole body was tense. I was terrified. I cried at every bump. Um, and it was only fortunately like an hour and a half long flight. But like the entire time I was just terrified. Mm. And um, I thought about it too. Like I was like, I'm not ready. Like I don't think I can handle a plane crash but I know I will handle it if it happens <laughs> right <laughs> like there's a lot of things that happen that we're forced to handle yeah you know? uh so it was hard going in that situation and hoping and trusting that it would that you would be okay that it'd be okay yeah but you know it's important like it's also would have been fine if I was like you know what I don't think I can handle that risk 
and not go. Yeah. Because I knew myself enough for that, you know? Yeah. I so, agree. like, so you, you, you have some agency, I guess, in some of the choices that you make and what you're willing to go through. Yeah. Some, those yeah, situations. For, some, for some situations. For yeah. some situations. Yeah. Obviously, like, life happens. You yeah. don't really get an option and things. Yeah. And you'll be surprised at how you pull through or don't pull through. Or, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I do think that comes down to knowing and trusting yourself, though. Like, yeah, you exactly. Know, yeah. Like if you because you knew like you were you trusted yourself and you made that choice and it and it worked out for you and you were able to go. But like for some people, yeah, it's like, know your know thyself. Yeah. <laughs> know yourself <laughs> so, and know it's OK. Whatever your thing is. You yeah. Know? Or find a way to like work through that because mm-hmm. in some c- circumstances, like, you know, if you're just afraid to go outside your house, like maybe that's something you need to work on, you yeah. know, because you might want to go outside your house one day. Yeah. So it just kind of depends on what what you want your life to be like. Yep. And where you want it to go. Yeah. Like for me. Yeah. For me, like that, like the traveling alone thing, it's something I would like to do. I don't know if it's something that I need so much to where like I have to do it like it's it's not maybe I don't know yet like it's something I'm still figuring out I definitely I definitely um if it were holding me back from traveling like if I had if if I weren't able to find people to travel with and I was being held back then yeah I would probably yeah be more likely to be like okay let me, let me. honestly that's I mean that's why I, it's yeah. not always ideal like I'm not like I need to go by myself and I have had opportunities where people could have come with me yeah. but I was like uh I just knew I didn't want to go with them yeah so like I preferred to go without them which is beautiful and I love that yeah but yeah I definitely would prefer to have like someone with me that I liked I also think there's a beautiful, beautiful thing about doing it alone, though. Too. Oh, I, yes, hundred yeah. percent. So it's yeah, and it's something that like maybe I'll get, <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll get the nerve to do <laughs> eventually. Yeah, but going alone has its own uh, additional risks, you know. Agreed. So uh, that may not be what people want sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it depends. It's true, but like, I don't know, like it. There's and like, you know, also that's something that like can change over time for you. Also, something some things you were once willing to do or risks you were once willing to take change over time as well. Like maybe, you know, there's a time where you were willing to do certain things and then the older you get, you're like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or like some people like you brought up parents, like now they have someone depending on them. So they may not make the risks that they took before, you know. Or they do, and they're like, yeah, so you never know. Yeah, it's true. Like, you know, maybe maybe you're just the same kind of person your whole life, and, you know, like, you just remain that way, and some people change radically and start taking more risks. And some Yeah, people- a lot of midlife crisis people, like, do all the things that they were too <laughs> afraid to do before, you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've had my own midlife crisis-type situations. I don't, I don't know that I'm done. Oh, I like like I've said before, <laughs> I've been going through it since I was like eight. Yeah. So I <laughs> I keep like I keep saying like to myself like like when you gonna <laughs> when you gonna slow down a little? <laughs> like I don't think I am. Yeah. <laughs> Tanya and I have like kind of followed a non traditional life path, 
And uh, there's all these times where we're like, oh, cool. Like, uh, yeah, next year I'll be like on that trad path, you know, <laughs> um, and like it just never happens. It's like, oh, oh, I guess I'm not on this path, you know, that maybe quote unquote society is laid out and defined. Yeah, no, not. It's OK, though. Like and and like I do. uh, I do think, too, like that's another thing people make assumptions about, like you know like about the way people live their lives like yeah can assume well and we're always projecting yeah so we're projecting what made sense for us and that's been a real struggle for me too like I have a friend who she went down this really kind of like more religious like pathway and I've been really trying not to project my own things on her because I'm like part of me is like oh what are you doing not that that's I'm not and no comment on religion I just like I find sometimes people put all of their like energy into uh religion and hoping that this like but forget to like if that's taken away they're still broken and haven't fixed themselves because they've been putting everything into this like you know um they've like worked themselves up into this faith and this belief and this other thing that may or may not be there. I'm not sure. I'm not going to say no either way. Um, but I just, I I just want people to still have some agency over themselves. So I'm really trying not hard not to have that judgment, putting, projecting myself, my own experiences, my belief. I'm just trying to give space for where she is and wants to be and what makes sense for her own life. Yeah. Instead of, you know, assuming that it can't be the way for her. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. It's hard. Everyone has a different path. It's, I think it's also really difficult in those kinds of situations um, where you knew someone in one context. And then it was such a complete change where, like, like it's one thing to meet someone when they're already into religion. Yeah. Or the whatever the thing is. Or whatever you know? the thing is. Right? Yeah. And then, and so you meet them that way. So you're like, yeah, okay, this is who they are, you know? But when you know someone in a different context and then they completely go in another direction, that's sometimes when it's difficult because you're like, your brain wants, (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like trying to make sense. It's like pattern, pattern, pattern. This is like, (laughs) what is happening? (laughs) This doesn't make sense, you know? So like, I think that's, that's when it it makes it like a little more difficult like when people come to know to know you and expect you in a certain way and then you want to make a change or you want to do something different that's when it gets a little bit harder you know yeah. to like for your brain to make sense and you know we all do that it's just human nature if you know someone in one way uh like uh i i got a divorce a couple years ago and I lost a lot of friends and I think it's just because they knew me in one way and then when I made a huge change and like went in a different direction they were like oh not no yeah (laughs) they didn't want to talk to me anymore it's so yeah it was very it was very painful but also like that's part of that's part of change and shift and you know whatever so like but yeah, I I do think like assumptions were definitely made, like, you know. Yeah. 
And based off and of... And nobody asked me anything. And that's what I... Thank you, because I did want to get to that. Yeah. Like, so we all, we all make assumptions, right? And that's based out of our own perspective and experience, you know, and, and seeing patterns that, you know, don't... Breaking of patterns, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, yes, there's those assumptions, but there is room for communicating yeah. to help those assumptions, like, I could have asked the lady in the lawn what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. Uh, so that's going to be a mystery. Uh, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <So> <laughs> but. <laughs> she was just a gift from the universe. <laughs> yeah. It was perfect during this episode. Uh, maybe she didn't really exist. Yeah. I don't we know. Don't know. Um, but, yeah, communication. But I would say, like, there's. There's a like a, a fear all the time, right? So like if for instance someone's in um maybe this is something I get all the time. Sorry, I'm jumping a bunch no, of places. Yeah, I'm but following. like so I tend to be a little like um energetic and happy a lot mm-hmm. when I go to places, but I'm not always like that. Sometimes I'm just kind of more mellow. But if I show up somewhere and I'm mellow, all of a sudden I'm getting like, what's wrong with you? Like, what's going on? Like, is everything okay? Yeah. And it's really frustrating because I just want to be where I'm at and there's nothing wrong with me. But all these assumptions are being made that something's wrong. So then I feel this pressure that I have to, like, be this energetic thing that I tip like my normal typical state is yeah because people need that to be comfortable they need it to be comfortable yeah and like I even don't go places sometimes because I know I'm not there and I just don't have the energy to be like either force it or like have to explain it yeah all the time yeah. like um so like the here's where the assumptions come in right so if I'm mellow then I get assumptions maybe like what's wrong with her or do I do something to upset her, you know, or whatever, like what all, all the things, right. That have nothing to do with that. It just means I'm mellow that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's one, let's try to like not assume it's about us and maybe just let someone be in whatever mood they're in yeah. regardless yeah. of what mood they're in and maybe not take it personal all the time. Yep. And if you do want to take it personal, then maybe instead of just assuming it, uh, check in. Like, yeah. and I've done that sometimes where I've been like, hey, um, I just sent some things off. Did I do something to upset you? Usually I get like a, no, actually I'm fine. I just had this thing, you know, or, you know, I'm quitting smoking and I'm trying to deal with this thing or whatever the yeah. thing is. And then I'm like, okay, cool. So like, if they lied to me, that's their fault. You yeah. know, there's nothing I can do about it. Like you I did your job. You I asked. hope they would tell me if I did do something so I could, like, at least try to, you know, make it better. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just maybe ask and do a little check-in. Or just say, like, hey, just checking in. Like, do you need anything? Are you cool? You know? Yeah. Instead of I this blame that. of it. Like, what's wrong? You know? Or yeah. this assumption that something's wrong. Yeah. I love that. Or assuming, like, Assuming that you know, like, just assuming that you know someone's situation is very weird. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very weird, but we do it. We, we do need, it. Well, for me, I know I can control my own behaviors. Yeah. I can't control other people. So, like, if I did something, I know that I, I can fix that, you yeah. know, or I want to make sure everything's okay. So, I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? What do I need to do? Yeah. 
and sometimes it's nothing. Yeah, I know, <laughs> which is hard. Yeah. Yeah, doing nothing is the hardest thing of all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Letting something be. Yeah. Is sometimes just, difficult. Yeah, just giving it the space to unfold as it will without any help or guidance is like yeah that's very hard because you just like as a person you want to like help yeah well and I think for you and me like we kind of need everyone to be okay yeah like (laughs) I don't know however other people feel but like I need everyone to be okay because I just am too concerned about everyone's well-being and so like I can't be at peace if people aren't okay which no one's ever okay. <laughs> so it's like, I really need to figure out a way to get over that. Or like, but some, or they're, just because they're not okay doesn't mean, because like, yeah, because it's learning, like that's a hard lesson to learn too, is that, and like one that like, I think you just have to learn for the rest of your life and maybe we'll never get, but that it's okay to not be okay. Like people can be okay and they're not okayness and that's difficult yeah it's okay to be sad yeah wherever you're at yeah it's like let them break their arm you know like (laughs) i'm putting in quotations because like we don't really want people to break their arm but you know what i mean like you're it's like that same kind of magic that a parent can give a child where you're like letting them go out and do the thing and be sad or whatever it's difficult yeah i especially like i know i've said that before to even like my mom or people like any relationships I'm like I just really need to be sad right now yeah that's what I need and like so that's a key word I'd say if someone says this is what they need yeah like listen listen yeah that's it's hard to ask in general Mm -hmm. and uh I've like I've said that before and like I was like I just need you to understand I'm not 100% here right now and then or like I'm I'm sad I can't be the person you need me to be right at this moment and then when I inevitably fall short of being the person they need to be they get mad at me and and then I'm like but I told you I couldn't be that like yeah. why didn't you give that to me like you knew that I told you and it wasn't easy for me to tell you that um but you're still measuring me to 100% brandy and I'm not that right now so like yeah, let's try to give each other that grace and know maybe we, if we fall short, it's because, just ask what you need and try to hear what people yeah. need and try to give it to them. Yeah, that's re- that's really what love loving someone is, you know, like, because like we all like, God, it's such a, it's such a hard balance. Like, so too, like to know what you need as a person, which is like so hard yeah and then (laughs) knowing what you need from your friends also and the people that you love and then also knowing that maybe sometimes your friends can't give you what you need as a person yeah and then so maybe like sometimes your needs might have to come below their needs but like as long I feel like as long as it's like uh as long as long as it's balanced do you know what I mean it's like as long as you guys are all like that's what I look for in my relationships. As long as people are, when they are able to give more, give more. And when they're not, like, obviously they can't. But, like, it's it's like this weird, like, kind of dance where it's like no one's ever going to be at 100%. And you can't, if that's what you want from people, you're going to, you're going to end up alone. 
<laughs> yeah. Right? Because no one can give you 100% all the time. You can't even give yourself Especially 100%. Especially the 100% as defined by you. Exactly. Exactly. Not so, even their own 100%. Yeah. It's like what you want. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I think it's just like, I think it's learning that. But if you see someone who tries and who is, when they are in a good place, they're giving more and they're trying. And someone who is willing to communicate with you, even when they're not at their 100% and tell you what they need, that's a, that's huge. Like, you just have to, I guess, learn what to look for and then yeah like when you are making assumptions like when you build that communication with people um yeah if you feel comfortable asking them that's always great because then like it leaves like less room for wondering yeah and it's hard because I know sometimes I get nervous about asking because I don't want to sound insecure with someone um or because that can be annoying too if someone's constantly like are do you still love me? Do you still love me? Or yeah. are you okay? Did I do anything to accept you? Like that's yeah. that. I guess there's a a time where you have to realize that maybe it's coming from your own insecurity, and a time where maybe you're just really actually just checking to make yeah. sure. Agreed. So yeah. that's also a hard balance, and I don't know. I don't know where the, <laughs> the where that fits in. Uh, I would rather, I guess, communicate than not because it's gonna fester if you don't. Yeah. So I'd rather check. Yeah. But I guess it kind of just depends on the situation. It does. It do, I think it's like, you know, in each situation is unique. And it comes back to like your your travel thing. I guess it's like knowing it's like knowing when to uh it's knowing when to do certain things and when to trust more and when to like lay back and when, you know. But I think if you I think if you like I think the one thing that I trust the most is <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> the everything does work out as it should i do think the people that are meant for us are going to love you through all of that and if some people if you lose some people along the way then maybe they weren't meant for you and maybe they'll come back you know maybe sometimes people realize what they had or like maybe that they were wrong and maybe they'll come back maybe they won't but the people who are sticking with you now and that you have in your life now and you look around you and you're like, hey, like I'm going, I've been through all this and I have all these beautiful people around me. These are the people who are meant to be in my life because they're they're here and yeah. they love me and they're helping me. And like, you know, like we're we're learning through this as we go, you know. Yeah, I'm uh, notorious for holding on to situations that are just not needed <laughs> in my life yeah. and so I I definitely like I think it's a beautiful thing if you can kind of realize when you don't need to try to salvage something yeah. you know and hold on to something just because mm-hmm. so like in that situation you're right like don't force something to stay yeah it's it's if it's if you're not happy it's very in the end, it's difficult, but it is simple to kind of look in and go, how do I feel about this? Like, is this bringing me joy? It is not, you know? Yeah, and sometimes people leave you. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes people leave you, and they don't even tell you why. Yeah. And they don't even say a word. I've That's, like, that's what happened to me a lot in the past, like, couple years. And um, it's, like, you can, uh, you can assume or like you know wish it to be different or you know but 
at the end of the day, it's like they're not here. So yeah. like I am just going to love what we had and like release it and yeah. like look at what I do have, you know, because like you can look at you can look at what you have or you can look at what you don't have, you yeah. know, and you're not always going to know. Right. Whether you're some you're not going to know the truth always. Yeah. And that's hard. You can make your assumptions, but you have to know that your assumptions are just assumptions that are most likely not true. (laughs) There's a chance they're true, but most likely not. Yeah. I will never know what that lady was doing in my (laughs) life. And so we'll never know (laughs) where she came from, where she went. Her intentions, nothing. But. That's okay, because I think we have to accept that we won't always know everything. Yeah. And I can have all my assumptions, and I don't know if they're true. Yeah. But right now, my lawn is a couple weeds less, (laughs) and (laughs) I know that I'm surrounding myself with people that I love. I hope for the best. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.